0: Hello friends, and welcome back to the wonderful world of Mixology, where today we're going to be sticking once again in 1968 with a classic album by Tommy Boyce and Bobby Hart, I Wonder What She's Doing Tonight. Let's take a little listen to the title track, shall we? what she's doing tonight is an album that i hadn't heard of before picking up in san francisco in 2019 and as soon as i put it on the turntable when i got back to england i knew i was in for a good time it's a wonderful pop album from 1968 with some great monkeys-esque tunes flitting between genres such as more rock and roll psychedelic rock beat psychedelia and just all those sorts of genres that everyone would love i think and if you're a monkeys fan it's definitely on your to-do list if you haven't already heard it boys and hearts three lps i'd say it's the best and interestingly although it was only released with a stereo lp in 1968 in the states it did receive a mono promo mix on radio lps at the same time and strangely this mono mix is the version that has been released digitally making it surprisingly easy to pick up in comparison, the stereo is actually a bit more uncommon. I couldn't find a rip fit anywhere online, and after doing a needle drop of my own record to ensure I got it just as it is, I found a compilation that has stereo mixes of all but one of the tracks on the album, but many with premature fades. And as a result, the stereo version of the album I'm using today is a mix of this and some bits from the new drop of my LP to ensure track spacings, as this is mostly a gapless album and transitions are all the same and fades are the correct length. With that in mind, most of the tracks here don't differ too greatly, but transitions between tracks definitely do and there's a few interesting oddities within the tracks themselves as well. To top it off, it's also worth noting that the CD rip I've used is much brighter than the mono mix as I'm assuming it was EQ'd for compilation style if you like as opposed to audiophile style whereas the mono mix is a bit smoother and less dynamically challenged as well, making it maybe a little less standout but definitely a bit easier on the ears. As a result, any brightness difference between the two is likely due to this, though there are a few exceptions I'll point out along the way. But let's kick things off with the opening track on the album, I Wonder What She's Doing Tonight. This was a hit single at the start of 1968, at the peak of Monkey Mania just before it tailed off, and I would say this is definitely one of their best tracks, if not their best. And while the two mixes don't differ too much, they do offer a slightly different take on the same song, but they're both an absolute riot. Let's start with a little bit of the mono mix, and then we'll move it into the stereo just so you can get a feel for both mixes. Into stereo. Now the fade on this track transitions at a different time into track two, Pretty Flower. Now, consistently throughout the album, for the most part at least, the mono cuts to the next track much quicker, usually cutting in the fade whereas the stereo kind of reaches its peak and the next track starts immediately. Here, we're going to start with the mono which, as I said, cuts to Pretty Flower earlier and then we'll play it again in stereo where you'll notice more of a complete fade. Let's start with the mono. And again, in stereo. Now the mixing between the mono and stereo versions of Pretty Flower, I find, offers a more gritty and dirty sound to the mono mix of this track. As opposed to the stereo with a slightly more dreamlike quality to it. We're going to start with the mono and notice how the drums are punchier and a bit more up front, obviously, due to their centralisation. Then move to the stereo where it feels more like they're driving along as they should, but not so punchy and up front as they maybe could be. Into
1: stereo.
0: the outro things get quite psychedelic with a rather warbled vocal and a string crescendo and between the two mixes the balance of these differs greatly. In the mono mix the outro strings are notably louder whereas the vocal itself is louder in stereo giving this a slightly different feel in both mixes. It's also worth noting as we're going to the fade here that Teardrop City the next track cuts in much earlier in mono whereas in stereo there's a complete fade on pretty flower a bit of a silence and then teardrop city comes in let's start with all of that in mono with the louder strings quieter vocals and the cut in the fade and then we'll do it again in stereo with the louder vocals softer strings and the complete fade and again in stereo. Now in the second verse of Teardrop City there's a backing vocal singing the title line, and in stereo panned off to the left there's a pretty clear horn doubling this. In mono this horn is either completely buried or absent. I'm going for the first one, mostly due to the mix I would assume. Here it is in stereo first and pay attention for it in the left hand channel, and then again in mono where it's almost absent. Again, in
1: mono.
0: In the bridge, there is a stabbing guitar in the left channel, and under the in this bag, what a drag, these stabs become almost completely absent in mono. I can't really hear them, but when I pay more attention, it could be that they're just buried in the mix once again. Here they are in stereo first and pay attention to that left-hand channel and then again in mono, where you probably won't be able to hear them And again in mono. How
1: much I really love her How'd I ever
0: Now, Teardrop City fades into Love Every Day exactly the same in both mixes due to the sitar crossfade which is absent on the single version of the track. However this sitar appears to cut off at different points in the two mixes. If you have a little listen in the stereo you can hear it just stop dead under the word I've but in mono it appears to fade slightly after this. Here's the stereo first and then the more gradual mono. Listen, people I've got a And again, in mono
1: Listen, people I've got a...
0: Once again we got a longer fade in stereo whereas in mono it cuts during the fade to the next track too for the price of one. Here it is in stereo first in its complete fashion and obviously the start of the next track and then again in mono where it cuts to the next. and again, in mono. Now, this cover on the album, Two for the Price of One, seems to have a lot more drive in mono, likely due to the nature of mono mixing compared to stereo, but both tracks do drive along pretty nicely. The horns are also mixed a little bit softer in the mono mix despite my pre-noted assertion that it drives more. Here's a section of it in mono first with a little bit more drive and a little less horn and then the stereo which feels a little softer but also with greater horn.
1: For the crazy never get out of
0: in stereo.
1: 1967
0: a legend in his here's one that is likely just due to the transfer you some mastering but one I want to point out here when I believe Bobby Hart says control themselves there's a little bit of a dropout on the track which appears to be absent in stereo this could just be the tape but I'm throwing it in here anyway. Here it is in stereo first sounding a little cleaner and then in mono where it seems to drop down for whatever reason. And again in mono. And for a nice little change here, we have a longer fade in mono. As this closes out the side, I'm gonna start with the stereo and then transition to the mono for that final part as is very traditional on this show. So Stereo first and into mono at the key moment. Mono. Side 2 opens with the other single from the album, Goodbye Baby, I Don't Wanna See You Cry. It's worth noting that the single version doesn't have the horn intro at the start of the track, but because it doesn't actually crossfade into the track itself, I won't highlight that specifically, more just note it, shall we say. At the end, there's some funky strings going on in the background, and these seem to appear later in mono as they get faded up at a slightly different point. Here it is in stereo first, and then again in mono. (laughs) the fade we get a cut to the next track quicker in mono although both tracks do cut. Here it is in mono first with the quicker cut and then in stereo we get a little bit more of goodbye baby and again in stereo As we move into the next track, it's worth noting that the stereo seemed to run notably slower than the mono. Obviously in tape transfers these speeds are never exactly the same, but here it was notably so. Here is a section of the mono first, and then we'll move to the stereo where things start to drag a little more. Stereo. In the second chorus, there's some hand claps that appear to be more dominant in the stereo mix. Here it is in mono, and we move to the stereo. You. You're you. Stereo. There's a series of call and response vocals in the fade out, and one of these, the "Diggin' me, appears to be louder in mono. Here it is in mono first, and then again in stereo where it's louder. And again in stereo. Now here, the stereo has a notably longer fade than the mono, where the mono cuts into the next track, but stereo does not. Here it is in mono first with the cut, and then the stereo with the complete fade. And again in stereo. mentioned earlier about the brightness of the stereo compared to the darkness of the mono being likely due to the mastering of the two mixes but here it's pretty evident that the mono is noticeably more degraded sounding and this could just be down to the way the mix was done for whatever reason but more than anything, Bobby's lead vocal appears to be much muddier in the mono, and the strings are more buried in the mono as well. Whether this is attributed to the mud of the mix, I don't know, but it still plays a key part. Here's a section of the track in mono first, and then we'll move to the much more open and breathing stereo.
1: Now you've turned and-
0: This track ends on a held organ note and it cuts slightly earlier to the Countess in stereo. Here is that organ into the Countess in mono and then again in stereo. And again in stereo. This track right here is definitely my favourite on the album. It's got such an upbeat and late 67 Beatles groove to it, it's so fun, it's so catchy, it's great. And interestingly, the horn right at the beginning before the track starts is a little softer in mono, making the punch of the track come in a bit more climactic, shall we say, and the drums are also mixed a bit louder in mono. The stereo also runs a little faster for whatever reason, but I feel the mono is where it's at. Here's the mono first with the quieter horn, louder drums and slightly slower speed. And then again in stereo with the louder horn, softer drums and the faster speed. And again in stereo. The fade of this track cuts to our next song, Population, the only one I had to source completely from LP, much sooner in mono, whereas stereo gets a complete fade. Here it is in mono first, and then again in stereo. again in stereo. This track right here despite being quite bombastic doesn't feature too many differences but the mono definitely appears to be more compressed with less dynamic shifts happening throughout the track a little bonus bit here you can really feel that the track was writing with the monkeys in mind as Tommy's lead vocal is weirdly Dolan's esque right here take a little listen accepting
1: things they don't believe in turn the facts on the
0: truth the mixing on the crashing fade out at the end is a hair different between the two mixes most notably that there is an R ah that comes up right at the end a little earlier in stereo Here it is in mono first and again in stereo Population. Again, in stereo. And at the end here we get a little reprise of the track from the debut Monkeys album I Wanna Be Free, a song recorded by more than just the Monkeys and Boyce and Heart, it's also on the Outsiders album in, and I've definitely seen it elsewhere but I couldn't actually tell you where off the top of my head unfortunately, but it is around shall we say. A very interesting one though is at the beginning it has four strums before the track comes in in stereo which makes more sense but in mono it has five which rhythmically makes no sense here it is in mono first coming off the end of population and again in stereo and again in stereo I'm gonna just compare the two mixes for a second for you so you can get a feel of the difference in the sound. But the stereo generally is just a slightly more enhanced version of the mono, though neither is bad. The hi hat does stand out a little more in stereo, but this is likely due to the EQ. Let's start in mono and we'll move it to the stereo just so you can get a little feel. hysteria. Be
1: my friend
0: And with that little trip through 1968, we've completed our look today at Tommy Boyce and Bobby Hart's classic album, I Wonder What She's Doing Tonight, an essential part of anyone's late 60s pop LP collection, I love this album and hopefully you've got a good flavour of it from here if you haven't already heard it. They do have two other LPs, though neither tops this one, and, annoyingly, the next album has my favourite voice and hearth track, Alice Long, at the end, but it never received a true stereo mix, weirdly, for whatever reason, so I can't even do a comparison on that, which is quite a shame if you ask me. But, regardless of that, we're gonna leave it there for today. Thank you very, very much for listening. Those who are interested, I mentioned last time that I was setting up a Patreon for those that wish to support the show and it's now live. I'm going to be doing some little bonus episodes of Mixology over there, focusing on non-album singles that don't tie in with albums so much and there's also going to be some bonus Back to Mono episodes over there as well, which are more artist-specifically focused or extended album features or anything else that I can come up with that I think you'd enjoy that wouldn't really... Fit the usual back to mono template. Either way, it's one account for both podcasts, so if you're a fan of one and not the other, you've still got goodies there. And if you're a fan of both, double down and get right in. Wonderful wonderful stuff. Your support by listening to the show either way means more than anything. So thank you very much for tuning in. Remember, you can also get in contact with the show at backtomonoradio at gmail.com. And I absolutely love reading your emails. And I've got a couple that I might read out to you next time. So keep an eye out for that, of course. But with that said, remember, thank you so, so much for listening. And whoever you are, and wherever you are, have a great day great day.